This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live here on this sunny morning, Monday morning, but it sure seems like it's a Saturday today. Uh, I tell you, we're at the golf course. Yeah, I'm not at work, so. (laughs) (laughs) We're working in the fun area, that's for sure. But we just welcome our listeners and uh, so grateful that you're joining us on this beautiful day that the Lord has given us. And what a great day. Um, We're talking about Pup for a Purpose here in Fargo, North Dakota, and golfing as a team with Real Presence Radio is our next segment. And we are so blessed to be joined by Father Jason Leffer and Jack Canelli. So you, welcome. Thank you. You guys are golfing on the inaugural Real Presence Radio team. You're representing this great network at this golf tournament, right? No pressure with that, Jack. <laughs> no, not at all. We're really proud to be on this first team. We figure we're going to be setting the bar pretty high. <laughs> there you go. They're all going to have to come after us. That's right. Well, well who's going to be with the diocese with their uh, video camera, which is just well, have them follow this team, huh? Christina, Christina Lahr is going to be out here with the video yeah. camera. We'll be putting stuff out. You know, well, Jack, she better be on a cart because we're going real fast. <laughs> you know, that would be helpful if you could video it so we could know where to look for our golf balls. Oh, sure. Have a little spotter. Uh, Are the caddies legal in this tournament? (laughs) Well, we usually usually hit the ball so far, we we just can't (laughs) keep sight of it. And and we didn't say what direction we hit it. That's right. (laughs) Army golf. Left, right, left, right. (laughs) I'm just a hook, hook, hook. (laughs) I can't even slice. I just hook. That's fixable, though. Yeah, Um, it's my my softball days, you know. I'm just hook, hook. Janine, that, I, I've had to work really hard to not bring my softball swing into the golf game. Yeah. It is, it, you're, you're honest. That is a, that is a well, difficult thing to Actually, correct. Janine, I was here to kind of offset Father Leffer because I'm really a good golfer. And a lot of people don't know this about me, but uh, and I, I don't like to advertise it very much. But people hire me to be on teams for events like this. Oh, you're sure, a ringer! To make sure that they, to make sure that they win. Well, All right. they, they want to average the score out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, we do that with the scorecard. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I suppose, are they required to have a priest in each team for honesty factor? Is that what this is about? Well, you know, my son and daughter's team has a seminarian, so maybe so. No, no we don't want to put <laughs> no? priests on every team because you might kind of thwart the emotional outlet that a lot of guys need from the game. <laughs> No throwing clubs, Jack. So you're, talking, you're talking about the priest discretion? <laughs> <or the, laughs> well, it's a good, well, it's a good idea. They got face masks, right? You just covered up that. Um, <laughs> tell, Father, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from, and, and what parishes do you represent? And, uh, and have you been golfing a while? I mean, how- well, no, absolutely, it's great. I'm uh, the pastor of St. John the Pomacine Parish in Pisic, North Dakota. We're world famous. We have the great Alphonse Mucha painting up there. So. Anybody who's coming up uh, Highway um, 18 can stop in. The, 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 good, the corridor there of Warsaw, uh, Minto, and Pisic has you know, three of the most beautiful churches in the diocese. Always welcome up there. Uh, little parish of St. Joseph in Lincoln, North Dakota, and also the, the church on the prairie, St. Peter and Paul in Beckening, North Dakota. Oh, so, sounds fantastic. Uh, in all earnestness, though, uh, my golf history is it was, I, I took it up recreationally in 2005 where... Um, they say I have an addictive nature, and I got addicted in 2005. So there was about a two-year period there where I had it down. I could um, 
I could get uh, two rounds in dropping four balls before uh, daily mass at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is an early morning, though. But then, um, you know, different assignments and things. Uh, so I've kind of been out of the golf scene for a couple of years. And uh, so I had to... I, I went to Grafton yesterday to uh, warm up. I, I couldn't remember which end of the golf club to use or whatever. And there was a <laughs> use, couple, use the big pointy end. <laughs> a couple of parishioners were there, and they, I was a good entertainment value for them at the at the driving range yesterday. Mm-hmm. So. They give you some. Fun. They give you any tips or anything? Or? Yeah, they said duck. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think four two. I mean, uh, <laughs> or did it not go that far? <laughs> right, right. It has to go somewhere before you can yell four. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Jack, tell us a little about yourself. When you're not golfing, what are you doing? Um, well, I'm I'm still working. I, I work for SMP Health System. My title is the Vice President of Strategy, but I'm I'm working more on kind of an hourly basis rather than full time right now because I am uh, beyond the normal retirement age, and I thought, well, it's time to start slowing down a little bit. And uh, so I, I do a little bit of work, and I putter around the house a lot, and I, I try and stay out of Doreen's way, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike father, I, I, I golf regularly, at least twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> and I first started when I was 12. I think I was 12, maybe 13. It was Caddy's Day. I think it was Tuesdays was Caddy's Day at the country club in Fargo, and they would let the caddies play. And I can honestly say, and this is probably the first honest thing I've said so far, (laughs) I lost my first golf ball. I hit it off, and it just veered off to the right, and I couldn't find it. So I can say, you know, I did not have a real good start, and it's kind of stayed with me (laughs) that way. Well, how did you guys get involved with representing Real Presence Radio on a team? And who else is joining you? We we, we won the lottery. There was, I mean, there was millions of people who put their names in the hat and jack and i were two of the lucky winners yeah i got a call from ed schmitz and he said do you want to play and i said do i get a free hat and he said sure and i said okay <laughs> looks like you got a free shirt too yeah well i got this a couple of years ago right. my associate i'm on the board of real presence radio so that's oh, that's full my disclosure full and, disclosure and occasionally my wife and i host real presence live um in the morning on, usually job. on fridays mm-hmm. yeah uh, very, very nice. Well, I'm just so grateful that you have a team and and that you're representing such a wonderful station. I mean, it's just such a honor, a blessing, a just humble, humble. I, I don't even know how I got here. I really don't. <laughs> it's by the grace of God. And, and it is just such a, a beautiful ministry, Real Presence Radio. Fun group of people, too. Yeah, I yeah. enjoy working with them. And, and Father Lever, you host on Real Presence Radio I do. Radio I was just saying, that, well. that's, you know, full disclosure, uh, Brandon got a hold of me and he said, they're so desperate and, and we've called everybody else. Would you, would you please golf for us this year? <laughs> 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 but no, yeah, you, Janine, you're exactly right. It's, um, I always tell people we get to do the fun part of Real Presence Radio, which it's just a blast. I guess we call this a mutual self-admiration club here, four of us who get the privilege of being the voice for the Word of God going out on, on these airwaves. And I think Mike, who's on our team as well today, he, I think last week he informed me we have 2.5 million potential listeners in yeah. our mm-hmm. listening yeah. area. And so I always, 
in my heart, my mind, I'm always thinking, right now, somebody's listening for the first time. Yeah. And whatever it is that's going out, you know, maybe anointed, may attract their attention and draw them in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, Father Neil Pfeiffer has all these incredible stories of conversions that happen through Real Presence Radio that, I mean, I think we all do, but I'm just thinking of some of those that Father Neil yeah. has shared in the past. And um, I know so many people who just... You know, they're driving right now and they're hearing it for the first time or whatever, and and it's going to ch- transform. It might be their salvation comes about because of tuning into Real Presence Radio. Yeah, you know, uh, this last week, well, we, my husband and I, we went out to Medora and took our family out there. And I'm thinking, oh, Diocese of Bismarck, we were in Mass at, in Beach, North Dakota. And so it's just a different part of our listening area and how beautiful it was to to experience that and then we headed down into uh, the Black Hills and then to experience our Rapid City family and just just to feel how far yeah, well, reaching so funny our about listening this. So, area is. It's so beautiful. Yeah, what you're saying. So I, I was just thinking, uh, I guess it was Mike who came up to me. So was it a week ago? We were on the porch in Lefford, North Dakota. There was Mike, wherever. Then this past week, we're up in Minto. Janelle got us all hooked up there. Here I am in Fargo. And it's all because of Real Presence Radio. Right. Right, and what's what's going on in these events. And so, yeah, suddenly our vast listening area becomes a very small, intimate family. Right. Father, what does it mean to you when you're you're playing in a tournament like this, knowing that the uh, the money raised is going towards the the education of seminarians? And also going for our youth programs. As a priest, what does that mean for you? Well, I mean, you can't do enough to promote vocations. You can't do enough to promote um, the youth, especially nowadays. I I had the privilege of riding down this morning with Father Jeff Epler. He's he's on a team as well. And, you know, that gave us this opportunity to just process, like, what's the state of the church today? And what's going on? And what are we doing? And and it's very easy to go negative or look at negative things or focus on the negativity. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at one point it was just, you know, to say, Hey, Father, wh- what are the positive things? What, what, where, what's, what's the good and the beauty and what's happening right now? And so, you know, even to just say, like, today, th- th- this is a, a bright thing. Like, uh, you're going to run into all kinds of people here who are committed to passing on the faith to our youth, our young people, mm-hmm. and our seminarians. And it, you, you just there's not enough that we can do to promote vocations and right. to promote the youth and to invest in them. Yeah. Right. You know, and, I, and again, I... You know, it's been a number of years, Jack, since we've seen each other. Whatever, but I, early on in my seminary priesthood, Jack and Doreen were an incredible influence to me and to other people my age at that time when we were younger. <laughs> you know, but again, just I think back to those those days of that, the support that they showed, or just the friendship, or the encouragement, and and all of that. I'm like, that was absolutely key at key moments for supporting my own vocation, and so. You know, too much much has been given. We have responsibility yeah. to uh, do that for others as well. When you think of what's going on in the culture, as far as, you know, the cultural attitude about, you know, religion, and particularly, you know, the Catholic faith, you know, it's really under attack. Uh, you know, it kind of reminds me, I've, I read the history of the order that I work for, the Sisters of Mary of the Presentation out of France. And they were basically, you know, uh, they came to be after the French Revolution. And uh, a lot of the history of that time and a lot of the history of the sisters in the early 1900s when there was an anti-clerical movement and they were actually booted out, of, all the religious orders were disbanded. It's kind of like we're, we're, we're kind of moving on that sort of trajectory. And so to have a voice uh, in the media where you're going to have 
you know, young people as well as, you know, older people as well uh, listening and they can actually hear what the church actually teaches because if you try to get your understanding of Catholicism or even Christianity in general from the secular media, you're going to be, you're going to be vastly misled. Right, right. And, and here with Real Presence Radio, I, you know, like I, I like to tell people, uh, you get the church teaching according to its magisterial authority. You don't get the gospel according to Father Bob or, you know, or whoever might be you know, a, a popular person at the time who right. speaks on matters of faith. Right. Uh, you, you get the real thing here. And it's in our mission statement that we are going to stay consistent with the magisterial uh, teaching authority of the right. church. Right. And the devil's playbook is is the same as it was from the beginning. It hasn't changed. And so that's why we see history kind of cycling and the same thing being, you know, thrown at us, mm-hmm. you know. But there is so much hope. And that's what's so beautiful, the the hope of our faith that God has uh, given to us through Jesus Christ. It's just like, it's so beautiful. And every problem has an opportunity. But when our faith is included in that, our Catholic faith, it's amazing what can be done, you know, what God can do. Mm-hmm. you know for the world and so yeah real presence radio we're so grateful that you are on a team together representing us in this inaugural year and uh do a quick call to did you say it was christina christina will be yeah. out doing <laughs> shooting video get this on oh, videotape no. yes <laughs> it's going to be recorded and put on the web uh, the diocesan website i so think who, you you brought this on how about, no, the, wait, wait, how wait, about wait. the real presence radio no, website no, we'll, we'll, come up with, we'll come up with a strategy uh, to distract her at key moments because i mean how i mean you can't golf stories are no fun if there's video evidence <laughs> <laughs> Golfing, golfing kind of like fish stories. It's like you golfing, gotta hide the camera. Uh, golfing is like fishing. If you can't lie, what's the fun? <laughs> yeah. Jack, yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to talk to you about, as far as Real Presence Radio is concerned, is the immense growth uh, in the last couple of years, and 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 reaching out to more and more areas. Uh, do we see even more growth coming in the future? Uh, I, th- I think so. We. It's funny though, because the last several years it was just kind of explosive. It was, you know, it's not like we're necessarily out there beating the bushes looking for uh, other signals to uh, to uh, to uh, to purchase. But it was kind of like the Holy Spirit was just opening the doors. Yes. You know, and that's you know that's kind of how Steve was talking about it. When the Holy Spirit opens the door, we got to go through. And uh, that was happening. I, I'm kind of sensing a little bit of a slowdown now, which is okay. But uh, got to catch our breath. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do have to catch our breath, and I appreciate that because uh, I think that's a good thing to do because you don't want to, you know, grow too fast. You know, and maybe that's that's my Midwestern upbringing. I don't know, but uh, but you want to do everything you do well, right? And and. Uh, and Better than well. Right. And we, <laughs> yeah. we, we don't go into any area until we have the bishop's blessing from that diocese. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a number of times it's because people invite us in. They want us to come in. They say, we want to have Catholic radio here. What can you do? You know, can you help us? And so then we try to work with the local community because we got to raise the funds to buy the signal and everything else and the licenses. And it's not it's not cheap. And, you know, that's why it's all the more important that we get out and, uh, you know, kind of uh, advertise ourselves, if you will, at events like this and sure. just on the air because that support is so critical for us to stay on the air. Mm-hmm. And now we have new bishops in uh, Sioux Falls and Rapid City. Uh, 
also a new bishop in Duluth, correct? I think so. Yes. Uh, yes. So they, so you, we were already on board there before they came on board. So you're able to say to these new bishops that have come in, we're here, this is what we're doing, and you're able to get them well, on board right away. Fortunately, <laughs> some of those new bishops were already involved with Real Presence Radio True. As Good point, Father. before they became bishops. Yeah. So they're part of the family already. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. It, it's just a tremendous listening area, and uh, geographically, to just to go to these places and just to know that we're all under one radio yeah. well the, you know the family growth of, is beautiful the, the the rapid growth though for me as a board member i have to keep thinking in terms of you know we're a multi-state organization yeah. now we're not just limited to fargo and grand forks uh-huh. exactly you know and so yeah, think differently don't you? you you have to think differently <laughs> and you have to think you know how do you create a sense of community over this, you know, widely expanding area. And it's the same for hosts. When we're hosting a program, we have to remember, we're not just broadcasting from Rose Creek and Fargo, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not just broadcasting the Fargo Diocese. Potentially two and a half million people. Uh, but we're all these different dioceses. And, and the beautiful thing about uh, uh, the live programming is that we can go to the different areas all over mm-hmm. the region. And just we can bring in, bring in people from different parts of the region to make it a true... I don't. I don't want to. Use, I guess I'll use the word live ecumenical. Ecumenical, live and local. There <laughs> yeah, we there go. You go. <laughs> to really yeah. bring yeah. it all in. Well, again, you know, those of you who are listening, we're just so grateful that you joined us this morning, and we're so grateful for Father Leffer and Jack talking about the inaugural our Real Presence <laughs> Radio uh, golf team. We'll definitely have to get you on the docket uh, down in Sioux Falls next year for the Bishops Cup. I mean, we're going to have to have a traveling RPR team now. Well, right? I don't know. It sounds pretty tough to get to that Bishop's Cup tournament. Well, <laughs> well we, we, we did have to, to travel jam? to get here. So that, <laughs> yeah. isn't that considered a travel? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'd, ha- we'd be happy to go down there. Well, I'm sure there's people in the, the diocese down there that are part of the RPR family that we should well, definitely get a team going down there, too. Let's throw down the gauntlet and put it a little bit differently here. Just say we'd be happy to bring that trophy back home. Okay. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy. Jack, uh, I want to switch gears just a little bit. Absolutely. Um, SMP, uh, your mission at SMP, um, and uh, how uh, things maybe were different this year with the whole COVID-19, and and what kind of challenges uh, you folks faced with that? Well, the COVID thing is kind of like, well, we're predominantly rural health care, so, you know, uh, reimbursement and just finances are always a challenge for rural health care. The COVID thing, though, uh, really came roaring through, and, uh, you know, particularly in the nursing homes, because that's where you see all the media attention, and, uh, you know, trying to find a balance between, you know, keeping people isolated you know, and, and staying consistent with all the various regulations as they change as we go through time, but also trying to meet the emotional and spiritual needs of residents and patients, you know, and, and I'm kind of emphasizing the residents there because they live in the nursing homes. That's you know, their home. Or, whereas yeah. a hospital patient is more transitory. They're kind of in and out. And uh, that's really been a challenge and uh, I think we've been doing a, a, a really good job and they're you know the uh, the numbers have been down and they're taking a lot of pride in that and it's hard for the staff members as well you really have to you know salute them yeah because uh, you know they 
they can't be necessarily engaging in all the social events that they might otherwise want to take part in because right. they understand that they have people that they have to go back to who are, you know, vulnerable. They're, they're really heroes on the front line of this whole whole tragedy, really, this pandemic. But right. uh, we're just so grateful for all the work you do there and, uh, and keeping the residents safe and and it's just so important. And how does Real Presence Radio then, uh, how, how did, can they help the residents with, with their broadcast? I mean, th- that at least they, the, the <laughs> residents can tune in and, and they can uh, get some comfort there. Well, I think, yeah, I guess that's it. And, you know, I think we can help just by being there. And uh, hopefully people are tuning in and listening. And, uh, you know, we do have, I think, what we call, you know, we could call encouraging or hopeful type broadcasting. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just by being there. One of the things that I learned when I first came to work for uh, SMP Health System was the idea of, and I'm not a hands-on caregiver. I'm sitting up in the corporate office. But the story of the, the, I, the concept of presence sometimes it's a matter of just being there. Not that you have to say anything. It's just a matter of somebody wants somebody to be there. Uh, for example, I know that we have, uh, in one of our nursing homes, they have a program. I, um, I can't remember if it's at Jamestown, at Ave Maria Village, or Cheyenne Care Center in Valley City. They have a program called the Abiders Program. And that is people who have get some special training And what they do is when someone is in the dying process and they don't have family, they are with them. Wow, that's very special. Mm -hmm. Very sacred time and uh, to not be alone. That's just beautiful. And I would like to think that Real Presence Radio can kind of be like that too. Sure. We're just there. People can just turn on the radio and we're there. Yeah, it it is just so hopeful and just so uplifting and, and... like I say, it's it's really all you need is is God, and uh, and it's just such a blessing that we're able to be part of this. Mm-hmm. It, it really is, and and Father, with the whole COVID thing, with you having four parishes, three, uh, three. Don't, don't, oh, give, don't give me another one. <laughs> oh, three, I thought you enough. mentioned Three's four. The I'm going to tell Bishop to give him another one. No. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, I'm not, yeah. I'm not wanting to take Bishop's duties. <laughs> Three. But during whole, the whole COVID thing, I mean, uh, this has to be so hard for you, you our know, priests. It, it, it definitely has been absolutely challenging on so many uh, different levels. Like, uh, what, here would be one of the great sorrows for me was we were coming right in. I had a great class of uh, for confirmation for Eucharist. We were right at the point with the, the parents. We'd been working really hard to get to this point. The, the day that it was all beginning to put into action, this great thing that we worked a whole year to do, was the day that it, the clo- the closing happened. And so, to this day, I sit there and say, I look at that opportunity of Miss Grace growing with those family, those children. No, it's going to happen, okay? But it's going to be very different. And it's going to be affected. And there, there, there was this this moment. You know, there's certain moments in life you, when you miss that moment, you can't recreate it or you can't bring it back. And it, it, so it's going to be different. Okay, 
but I look at something like that. But then on the other hand, um, like Jack was referencing the Enlightenment and the persecution of, of all the, the religious orders in France. Well, that mm -hmm. spread the Catholic orders out to the whole world, especially to America. We, we inherited so many. So there's goodness that will come out of evil or wicked things. Right. Same here. So one of the things was we priests were forced to look at new ways of evangelizing. And so that forced a lot of us knuckleheads to learn how to use technology and to uh, do live streaming, things like that. So one of the great things that happened, some of my, my parishioners who are, they're in nursing homes and stuff, they have limited uh, lives at this point. They said, Father, for the first time in years, it felt like we were part of the parish again. Oh. Right? So, so in the midst of all that tragedy, there was comfort coming to certain individuals because, because of it. spiritual so, communion that they Right, you know, to... so the, kind of the spiritual principle behind that is, um, you know, God brings good even out of evil things, especially for those who have faith, right? right. And if you are a right. faithful person, you're going to be in, in the midst of this, this wickedness and light will be shining. Uh, and, and those who have faith are attracted to the light. And so, so new life and will, will, will come forth, with, but also acknowledging that there's death that's happening. Right, but every it, so. cross does have a resurrection. That's right. When yeah. when you have relationship with Christ, for sure. Any final thoughts? We only have a few minutes here, but any final thoughts, Jack, on the the golf? Uh, I want to say pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to come up with something witty there, but it didn't well, quite work. You know, God helps those who help themselves. There's a driving range just right over there. <laughs> if you if you want to hit that when you're done, I, you I didn't bring any extra balls though. <laughs> if I warm up, I get too tired. <laughs> well, that's it. All the way down here, I was praying like. I think it's only nine holes. I hope it's only nine holes. I hope pray it's like, and I find out it's 18 holes. Oh, yeah, no, to, to increase the joy, I guess. There you yeah. go. Well, it used to be, as I recall, uh, you, you, we would start in the morning, and then they'd have a lunch for right. us. Yeah. Right. But we can just take our own break well, now we I, I, I think they, now I hear, like, after nine, they take you to the physical therapist tent. <laughs> the, they take you to the masseuse, and they take you to some really nice meal, right? Isn't that... Is that how this? Oh is yeah, the seven-course meal. Yeah, right, 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 right. Wink, wink, wink. I, I, yeah. Are we being truthful media? <laughs> yeah. Because we there's don't want to get into the realm of untruth. <laughs> get, get yourself yeah. a corn dog before yeah. you start. No. There's there's the water course, and then there's the potato chip course. <laughs> And then the, the pickle sand, course. The okay. sandbar course. How, like how about the blessing course? Can we have you give this whole tournament a special absolutely, blessing, absolutely. Father? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. And, and with, with your, your spirit. spirit. God, our Father in heaven, we praise you. We worship you. We adore you. We glorify you. Heavenly Father, as the sun shines down upon us this day, so may your glory shine down upon us. Uh, send to us uh, your angels. Send to us the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life. Send to us the grace. Send to us um, good fellowship, great fun, and uh, charity, Heavenly Father. Increase the charity within our hearts. Um, and may this uh, be an abundance of blessing towards our seminarians and our youth. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, to be part of such a gift. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And, and with, with your spirit. God bless and keep you the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, Father. Thank you so much, Jack, for joining us this morning. What a delight. It what was a treat. Fun. <laughs> and have fun out there on the golf course. Okay, coming up next, we're going to visit with our own Fargo Bishop, John Folda, about the Putt for a Purpose event. So stay tuned to Real Presence Live. Thanks for being with us.